0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode 70 of Teaching Tales, the podcast totally devoted to sharing stories from the world of education. I am Brent Coley, your host an elementary principal in beautiful, and it's currently cold Southern California. But as I've said before, for people listening on the East Coast and the Midwest, it's not cold. It's like 45 to 50 degrees at night so my apologies to anyone who's now throwing their rocks at the computers thinking shut up Brent it's not cold in California so joining me today I am I'm I tweeted before I don't know if you saw this Ann I tweeted it said I get to record again with the one the only Ann Cosma Ann how are you
1: Hi, my friend. I am so excited to be back with you on Teaching Tales for episode 70. I cannot believe it. Congratulations. So, so awesome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So, I was looking back through through the website and the old is episode 25.
1: Hey. So
0: if, I, if my <laughs> math is correct, that's 35 episodes. No, 40. 45 episodes ago. Hey. So and I had the idea. Well, first of all, for anyone who didn't listen to episode 25, because even if they did listen to episode 25, your role has changed since then. So for anyone who's not already following your work online or is privileged to be friends with you like me. Who is Ann Cosmic? Give him a little snapshot. Oh, my
1: goodness. Well, the last time we spoke on the podcast, I was working as a TOSA, a teacher on special assignment, and I was supporting about 20 schools with the innovative and instructional use of technology in Fullerton, California. And uh, coming up, gosh, a year and a half ago already, I joined Team Flipgrid, and my role is called an Educator Innovation Lead. So if you think of a coach, a specialist, a TOSA, a learning leader, a cheerleader, a teacher helping teachers, that is what I have the great honor of doing. Um, I work on the engagement team with incredible educators, Jess and Journay, and we are partnered with George and Adam and Joey on the Flipgrid engagement team, but our job is to Support educators, cheer on educators, amplify the incredible things educators are doing. Um, I love to say we share, showcase, and celebrate student voice, and that's something I'm super passionate about. And I love that I get to be a teacher helping teachers every day.
0: Well, I, I am. You have been a teacher who has helped uh, my teachers at our site, and that's kind of what what prompted like, oh my gosh, I need to have Ann back on because back in, we're recording this early December, I think it was November 1st, we had a professional development day at our school and I uh, asked you and you thankfully did this, you, you were able to spend about an hour and a half virtually with our teachers, showing them how they can use Flipgrid to do what you've just said, to amplify student voice And I want to tell you that since, so we're literally like a month and two days. Since that time, uh, our teachers have really, it's been so exciting. They have embraced it. Um, Even teachers who aren't necessarily your early adopters, your ones who, your techies, so to speak. um, It's been so exciting to see from when we had our th- the day before thanksgiving when we had a first grade class and they had their thank their thanksgiving feast in their classroom and i'm walking through the classroom and i see as they're doing that they've got flipgrid videos up on the screen scrolling through where the students had sell- had shared what they're thankful for so their parents are sitting there eating turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy as they're watching their kiddos talk about what they're thankful for and these are these are six and seven-year-olds. And that's what I just love. And then one other thing to share. And then I want to let you share because we're not even scratching the surface. Our (laughs) ASB, um, because really the purpose of this podcast for anyone listening is amplifying student voice and and stories. These are some, a couple of my stories, but you've got way better stories because you see a whole lot more But our fifth grade, uh, one of our fifth grade teachers, Natalie Marcus, shout out Natalie. I know she has listened to the podcast before. She's amazing. She advises our ASB. And we recently had our ASB elections. And in the past, what we had our students do was they would give their campaign speeches and then we would all vote. We had a really hard time scheduling a time in our multi-purpose room with some rain we've had. So she said, I'm gonna do it in Flipgrid. So the students, wrote their campaign speech, and then recorded themselves giving that speech in Flipgrid. They even used a green screen, so somehow they had the White House behind them and the American flag going, and they're giving their speeches, and I'm thinking what an amazing way for for some of those more perhaps shyer or more introverted kids who want to lead but aren't as comfortable getting up on stage, they were able, and they did such an amazing job And then the link was sent out to the Flipgrid. All the different videos were watched in classrooms. And then we sent out a form that students could vote on the form. So it it was just another way that we amplified the voice and what I liked about it, amplifying the voice of those quieter kids, those introverted kids who maybe aren't as comfortable um, being up on stage, so to speak. So that's a couple stories from my perspective, but, you are seeing can you share some stories what are teachers doing to amplify voice and and specifically I mean you can talk about Flipgrid because I mean I'm not getting paid by Flipgrid to do this but (laughs) but I believe in this because I'm seeing it in my school what can this amazing tool be used to amplify voices how can it be used
1: Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I love hearing those stories and it was such a treat to get to connect with your staff and talk with them. And even even though we were literally on opposite sides Mm -hmm. of the country, I could still feel the energy and the excitement in the air, even though it was, you know, a team's call and and you could just get the excitement for the the possibilities. And so that word possibilities is what I want to start with. You just shared a really great story about not only the special moments a learning community can experience, the families that are an important part of every learning community. And empowering student voice extends beyond the four walls of a classroom. So I love hearing that families get to hear and join in that that celebration of voice as well. And then hearing about how you used Flipgrid to run your ASB campaign It comes back to pathways you gave students who might not want to stand in front of a crowd, Mm -hmm. who might not feel comfortable with a microphone in their hand or right in front of their face. You still gave them an authentic opportunity to share who they are with an authentic audience, which is their peers, their classmates, their learning community. And when I say share, celebrate, 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 (laughs) share, celebrate, and showcase student voice, that's what my why was in the classroom. Um, I learned back in the day, uh, we went one-to-one in 2010 with the first generation of iPod Touch, and we had these teeny tiny microphones that we had to plug in as a little adapter because no video camera existed on iPod Touch at that time. Yeah. But I let my students start sharing and recording and for us it started with book talks and it was so simple. And so that is a really great easy entry level point that we see a lot of folks share about. And I don't mean entry level in any negative or lacking way because I am obsessed with books. I'm obsessed with bringing literature to life. And so that is so powerful. Whether it's a one device classroom where they have a reading station set up or you have kids doing book talks after book talks after book talks as an alternative to a reading log, for example. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen school-wide grids where it's almost like a celebration similar to reading rainbow videos where there are book talks and recommendations, mm-hmm. and then the QR codes are printed out and added to library books within um, an entire school community. So the peers are celebrating their authentic reading lives with their peers, and that's so cool. Um,
0: I love one that. The, I, yeah. I, I, I absolutely love that. If if I can just interject if I may. Yeah. Because I I, I had a I was thinking a similar idea because my students, when I was teaching fifth grade, we had a book blog where when they finished a book, they would just do a it wasn't a five paragraph, it was just this is kind of the almost like sell the sell the book. Sure. Is this something that your friends should read? Because I think teachers, if you've ever gone into your library, have you ever seen a student stand in front of the large shelves wondering? What should I get? I mean, that's that's like the age old problem. But if you did something, I would, the the idea on the book blog was they could write about it, but here now they could still write about it, and then they could record themselves. I mean, so you can incorporate the writing, you can incorporate the speaking, and then and it's imagine that growing throughout the year. So it start every time they finish a book, boom, 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 boom. boom. At the end of the year, you've got. 300 different qr codes or 300 different videos of books that they can uh, it's just that just gives me goosebumps thinking yeah
1: and exponentially just the way that a school community could use that to celebrate reading and literacy alone it just it's endless possibilities and you mentioned not only the like like oral language fluency, the speaking aspect, but they could utilize Flipgrid features like adding text. And it could be text-based. So another example, we see a lot of students who are doing um, like peer editing or peer feedback with the way they might um, be participating in a writing process where they read aloud their first draft, have peers offer suggestions, reflections. Hey, consider this. How does your voice come across here? Add a detail here. Um, Or even students to self monitor their writing as they're going through the writing process. Um, There was a really powerful tweet I saw within the last few months about an educator who said, her own son was a reluctant writer and his his teacher let him read his writing aloud on Flipgrid to practice. And he felt so much more comfortable and confident sharing his writing that way that he even went on to create like a blooper reel if he had, you know, messed up while he was recording. But imagine, you know, Sometimes teachers have their own kids in the school system, and you get to see an insight not only when you're using a tool, but when your family member starts using it in their learning experience, or you as a family use it to empower your students. That tweet was so inspiring, and it was somebody who was talking about her own son. And another story like that that just gives me all the feels is one of our good friends, Christine McKee, up in Alberta, Canada and her story is about her own son as well who had a severe speech delay and she started using flipgrid she supports about 96 schools in her community as a as a coach so she knows about flipgrid she shares it with her learning community but she started using it with her own son to give him an opportunity to practice And he just came alive and started using Flipgrid not only to develop his language fluency and his speaking skills, but now he's extended into playing Minecraft and he talks up a storm. And she was just featured on a news story in Canada about how she's using Flipgrid to empower authentic voice, not only in her learning community, but in her family as well. And so stories like that are just, I I'm serious when I say this. I basically cry every day that I look at Twitter because they're happy tears. Yeah. And when I say I'm inspired every single day by educators, I mean that to the very core of my being with who I am because teaching is a hard job Mm -hmm. and teaching sometimes can be a lonely job, but when you're connected and you share and you collaborate and you celebrate the incredible things going on in learning classrooms around the world every day, there is so much to celebrate. And student voice and empowering our future, my goodness, what an incredible honor and incredibly inspiring position I find myself in every day.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, as you were talking there, the word that's popping into my mind is access. It's it's like that scaffolding, that differentiation, that you're providing access, that the, the teacher in Canada who's providing her son an alternative way to practice something, to demonstrate something, going back to, I'm thinking when I taught fifth grade and I did my classroom podcast, just an audio podcast, and I, I'm, I'm visualizing one particular student, I won't say his name, but he was one of the shyest students I ever had. And we weren't using Flipgrid because there was no such thing as Flipgrid. It was audio only, but he was one of the shyest kids in class who when I pulled him to the back table to record a segment for the podcast and you put the headphones on him when the kids weren't looking at him, he turned into Tom Brokaw. (laughs) I mean, it was, it was like, Whoa, buddy, where did that go? Like, it was awesome. And I, and I, I liked to use that example. And sometimes I would play that clip when I would do a podcasting session at a conference or something like that. Like for anyone thinking that only the gate kids or the advanced kids can do this, uh, uh-uh. uh listen to th- like this kiddo here would not be one who, he, 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 he struggled and he, he wasn't the most articulate, but something happened when you gave him a different way to demonstrate what he knew i go back to like that practicing the reading fluency readings i used to like our primary teachers when you're 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 measuring fluency imagine doing that on flipgrid in august that first read and then you do it again periodically and imagine like look and showing that to parents look where look how she was reading in august now listen to how she, listen to how she sounds as she's reading in may
1: Yeah, absolutely. That documenting growth over time is something that I think is so powerful. Um, There are features within Flipgrid that make it so easy for folks to do that and to share that, whether it's setting up a topic for an individual student. We see educators who set up a grid for an individual student. So it's um, that that individual portfolio piece to document growth over time, or even if it's like a cold read on Monday, a practice on Wednesday, and a, and a read on Friday, you know, an educator could make a mixtape and document September's, like, fluency, October, November, December, pull that out at parent-teacher conference time and say, check this out. Yep. I mean, uh, what an incredible opportunity for students to to share and you're talking access. I'm i so proud, I'm so proud that that Flipgrid is free for everybody Um, and even in a one device classroom because I get emails like that, how can I use it if I have one device? And that station, that rotation, that opportunity, the whole group opportunity, that's how I started with a personal iPhone device in my classroom under, ready for this? An overhead Ooh. projector <laughs> using Google Earth. That's how I started teaching the seven continents, and it progressed to group projects and whole group projects. And imagine a shared a shared experience, but giving people the opportunity, um, you know, dare we say, voice and choice, but really, really providing choice.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, going back to that one device, it's the example I shared of of the first grade teacher who had the, what I'm thankful for, that was done on one iPad. Yeah. And we have multiple iPads, but just kind of getting our feet wet and stuff like that, it was easier to, she did a station, so she had rotations and they came through and just recorded with her. Next kiddo, come on back. Recorded, 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 and it was all on the same iPad. Or like you said, it could even be on a phone.
1: Yeah. Well, the really cool thing, too, that you you shared that story about folks sharing what they're thankful for. And there are just examples, you know, example after example shared on social media with the hashtag Flipgrid fever. And recently, we've seen so many tweets about the way folks are utilizing the QR code feature within Flipgrid which when you scan a Flipgrid QR code with the Flipgrid app, it comes to life in augmented reality or Flipgrid AR.
0: It blows so my I, mind. That yeah. blows, I, I, I've seen that and it's like, <laughs> tell me more, Ann. Yeah. I, I've seen some of those clips and I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, tell me some stories about how people are doing that.
1: Okay, so I've got three really quick examples. Yes. One of them that's so cool is um, there was an educator, Carolyn French, who is must be in like um, a dual immersion English-Chinese instruction. And so she has these little, her students printed out. And then in each hand, there's a Flipgrid QR code. And if you scan in one hand, it's the story in English. And if you scan in the other hand, it's the story in Chinese. As these students are acquiring new language skills, which blows my mind, Um, any bulletin board can come to life. We love to think, you know, it's it's magic. It's that student voice being magic, but it's coming to life in a brand new way when you print out that Flipgrid QR code that's automatically created for every response. Um, another really cool thing we've been seeing lately, and you gotta, I gotta give every teacher out there um, credit for this because we've been seeing it lately in on Twitter. Educators who are cloning themselves. And what I mean by that is, imagine you're doing, you know, I did like response to intervention, rotation groups, working with a small group. Some students were working independently. Other students might have been working in a different part of the room. We see educators sharing QR codes in different station rotations around the room where it's them giving the directions. Or reinforcing a skill, or reteaching something, and that can be as simple as a teacher sitting in front of their computer, logging into Flipgrid and spending five minutes recording five different videos yep. and plastering those QR codes around the room. So that's a super easy way. And then a really, really sweet one, especially since we just finished, um, you know, Thanksgiving, and so many folks are rolling into tons of holidays in the next, you know, two months. Um, imagine just a simple, kind word being shared. Uh, Sometimes teachers pick up the phone and call home and share positive calls home, or sometimes it's, hey, i got to talk with you about something that went on, but imagine if you record a positive message on Flipgrid and print out that QR code and send it home with your student, or... Mail it to them, for goodness sake, as a surprise in the mail. What family, what student wouldn't feel so special, so valued and, and encouraged as, as a member of a learning community?
0: Oh, my gosh. I, I, I Talk about the feels. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, the right. little note home. Just I, I'm, I'm picturing, here you go, here you go, Daniel. Take this little flip grid, like, like, dear mom, watch this. I mean, just something like that, like with a smiley face or something. And then picturing, because I try to do those good news calls of the day, which have such a positive impact on the kids. But I would argue just as much, if not more, on the parents. And it's great to hear the principal's voice. But imagine if you saw, heard my voice, but also saw the expression on the face from the teacher or something like that being like, I just want to say how awesome your kiddo is. I mean, he, I mean... If you got all I mean, like you said, getting emotional about what I saw, I was like, oh my gosh. And then you watch that over and over and over and over. How oh, that's that's amazing.
1: So as a kid in elementary school in Texas in the 80s, I remember my teachers sending home what were called smileograms And um, just a moment, it takes a moment for us to do but the impact and the encouragement and the positive reinforcement. Talk about building a a culture that celebrates and really puts action to words when you're talking about amplifying student voice and celebrating and valuing it. Um, My goodness, as a classroom teacher and as a TOSA and in my role now, that's just something that's so special and I continue to see every day is every unique member in a classroom. Every individual, we don't all learn the same way. Those aha moments don't happen Mm -hmm. at the same time. But I just always, it's like my soapbox moment is to just celebrate the process. And as a first grade teacher, sometimes it wasn't till the spring, till all those things came together and the kids transitioned into reading and we would work and work and work and celebrate that. And oh my gosh, Brent! I have so many memories in my own classroom. Like, I'm feeling all the feels right now on the day that it clicked. And we would say, oh, today you became a reader. Mm-hmm. Like, celebrating all of those little moments. And sometimes they happen quickly and pass. But take a moment and do a quick reflection. Share it as an end-of-the-year newsletter with your families. Share it as a... A monthly like celebration of happiness and learning in the journey but my goodness when I saw that tweet from Andy McNair that's who she is she says don't have time to make a positive call home record a positive message on shorts on your Flipgrid educator dashboard print out that QR code send it home with a new learner each day
0: <sighs> so you do it so you would do it in the shorts
1: Yeah, so the cool thing is Shorts is an incredible feature. We love to say create here, share everywhere. And it is that creation tool that's embedded within every educator's Flipgrid account. And it's so simple to use. It's the exact same camera features that, that you would use on any Flipgrid recorder experience. But as an educator, it's just sort of your own special place within your account to create content. And then when you click that share button, Click that QR code, and it'll automatically generate that QR code for you.
0: So that's even. I, I'm thinking again. I'm I'm trying to envision. Like, okay, I've got to share this with my with my staff. This is so easy because yeah. I just pulled it up on my other computer here. It's like, oh my gosh, it's I, I'd seen it, but I haven't used that part yet. Record the video, did the QR code, print that out. Here you go. Oh my gosh, that that is. And you mentioned like you became a reader today. Those days, imagine. Memorializing that. Oh, yeah, it's like come here. Let's let's record tell mom what you did. like you're oh, under- for, sure. for sure and then here's
1: a cool thought is you don't even have to launch the camera on that if you happened To just grab a quick picture you could import that picture and have that be just the image on the screen Use the inking drawing tool add some text if you want add a smiley face emoji and it's a static image with your audio that can play as that one image is just static on the screen as well. So, um, I mean, we see people doing stuff like, uh, podcasting on Flipgrid. Another story that's really inspired me is the way we see folks using sign language to empower their students who are either utilizing ASL to communicate or might have other speech, um, you know, needs or or supports. Um, A story that I heard this last year from some educators in Texas, they had a boy come to their school from South America, and he was non-communicative and learned sign language once he got to school in the States, and he now shares on Flipgrid. And it I, I mean, these are the stories that make me cry every day because educators... Every day bring the heart and hustle into classrooms around the world Mm -hmm. and learning communities thrive because of the unique makeup of every student because of the special things teachers do because of administrators like you who take time to celebrate do silly and wacky things. I saw a tweet recently about you with all the twizzlers and I know you do I know you do special things in your community, but you also empower your teachers to feel safe to try new things. So top down those those things just they're game changers.
0: Well, yeah, it's there's just so many things out there that make Opportunities like this, and and what you've said. I mean, I again, one of the things that I struggle with is I, you know, me, I like tech. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, and and I'm known by like a lot of my teachers. Oh, well, you're the tech guy. Well, you're like, well, that's Brent. Well, Brent, of course, Brent could, which isn't the case. This is something like anybody can do this and and like you mentioned the shorts here on flipgrid or the one teacher that we talked about in first grade who's who's not necessarily not one of our ones who was always but but she was excited about it after hearing what you shared in november and she has been she has been leading the parade now which just is so awesome to see um i wanted one thing that you mentioned about the bulletin board coming alive, Mm -hmm. I saw one of the tweets that you had shared in one of your wakelets um, was as a former fourth grade teacher as well. Regions of California is something that we, that we do. So one of the ones, I don't know if you remember this one, but it was somebody was a map creation that, that a student had that the teacher had done like a sample, like it looked like the assignment was create a map create, create a a country or something like that with the geographical features and all that kind of stuff. And I'm thinking back, yeah, in fourth grade, we learned about the regions of California, the Central Valley, the mountains, the coast, the desert. Imagine doing an assignment where the kids created their map, but not just put it on the bulletin board. Okay. So we did this and we put it on a bulletin board as I so often did, which, wow, it may look pretty, but where's the learning beyond that? Or anyone looking at that, what, are, what is the view we're gonna get out of that? But what I saw, do you know which one I'm talking about? Is,
1: yeah, I have it on my screen, I just oh, found.
0: Yeah, where where, the QR code was the teacher, imagine doing that where the student creates the map. So anyone listening, imagine you've had your students create something, like a map. But rather than then saying, here you go, Mr. Coley, I'm done, put it on the bulletin board, have them create a video Walking like being a tour guide, showing people around the map. Now here's the desert, here's the coast here, and here's and talking about the different features that they've made in their map, recording that, and then putting the little QR code in the corner of that map. And the one that I that you've got up on your screen now that I saw was that augmented reality. (laughs) Boom. Now the kiddo, imagine the kiddo now reading about and showing. Look what I created and telling, imagine that at open house. Yeah. Imagine moms and dads seeing it It just, because it, it would be new. It, it, it gets away from the take home project idea where they, the parents built it. Let's be honest. A lot of the projects that come home, the parents are the ones doing the work. And then it's displayed at open house and parents are like, yeah, I've seen this. I built it.
1: <laughs> so it's so interesting that you talk about like how you know if it's a new feature or if folks are not used to seeing qr codes in the room when we started using them at my school and then when i was at tosa and even now in trainings that i do i say to people be an advocate for what that is because if folks don't know what a qr code is or that it links to some other content I remember in my own back-to-school nights in my classroom, I would say to my families, check this out. Let me show you how this works. This is called a QR code. It's like a shortcut to other content. That little funky black-and-white thing right there, that's actually a video of your student talking about their work. And so if folks don't know what it is, I always made a little display That was like the quick steps of how to use this, how to scan this, what this is, and be an advocate for it. Otherwise, somebody's gonna walk by and not realize the magic that's there waiting to come alive.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, they are becoming more and more, um, I just think Flipgrid, it's becoming more and more commonplace. I mean, we see them, hold on, my phone is ringing, I'm going.
1: (laughs) No worries. Um, Just while that's going on too, Brent, I'm going to talk about, it was um, Ricky Koga, Mr. Koga's class, talking about the augmented reality feature on his, so what the kids did is they self-made maps and talked about the landforms that they were discussing and learning about in class. And then the students read narrative stories about being an explorer on their own island. And that's what came to life in the augmented reality tweet oh. that we sent out. So, so not only is that the social studies, geography, my goodness, a ton of math involved in that if they're like diagramming their island, but the creative writing. Yep. The, oh my gosh, so many things that go into that. Um But what a fun, yeah, what a fun way to celebrate. Um, I also go back to like all of the charts I made as a first grade teacher. And I would, I had like a clothes hangers in my classroom that I would always hang the charts on and keep them for reteaching moments. But imagine, again, take 45 seconds at the end of the day, do a quick reteach Teachers can stick that QR code on the chart that's hanging in their room, and if a student needs a reteaching moment or opportunity, or you're connecting one-on-one mm-hmm. to dig a little bit deeper, add some additional supports. That's one way that you can be in multiple places in the yes. classroom by cloning yourself. Yes. So I love I love all these ideas.
0: Oh my gosh, that yeah, it's like I'm with a, I'm with a small group right now, so but i'm also over there go scan yeah. go scan me over there and, and i'll answer <laughs> yeah. your how do i do this again it's right over there it's right <laughs> over there no that's okay. that's fantastic and i think too there's something about like you said the creative writing the math the social studies it's all there but one thing that i just don't think we can we can overlook or under we can't undervalue it's it's you said it it's fun and yeah. it's it's cool it's not the traditional, it's not your traditional old school learning. It's like, what'd you do in school today? I made a video. What'd yeah. you do? I mean, I, I, I made a VAP and then I made a video about it and we did augmented reality. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I mean, many of the parents are going to be like, you, I, I, I don't understand because we didn't grow up with anything like that.
1: Yeah. So well and think about the learning curve too. I remember the first experience I ever had with augmented reality was at Q many, 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 many years ago when somebody <laughs> busted out a $20 bill and an app called Erasmus. Mm-hmm. And you hovered over that $20 bill and watched the the, the money come to life and this music video play. And I started using that in my classroom, giving my students the opportunity to explain part plus part equals whole with any math strategy they knew. And I recorded them, but it was this process that was very hard to get on board with. And one thing I love so much about the AR feature in Flipgrid is educators don't have to do anything except click that print button Yeah. or have a student add a response to a grid. It is automagically <laughs> done for you, right? Um, so there's just endless possibilities. Um, I just thought of another story that just completely warms my heart. Um, there was an educator recently, Sarah Lewis, Mrs. Lewis Third. And she tweeted out a picture and said, when your student can speak to their parents in their native language during parent-teacher conferences. I saw that. Hashtag magic. Thank you. So 87% of my students were English learners, right? I spoke enough Spanish to be able to communicate with my families, but sometimes there are language barriers. And imagine the celebration of authentic voice When you say to a student, that's fine. If you want to choose, you know, a language you feel comfortable speaking in, share in that. That's fine with me. There are incredible, incredible tools that we can utilize. Um, If you wanted to utilize the immersive reader that's built into Flipgrid and have somebody translate the topic prompt, that is built right within Flipgrid. So I just, it's, it's just a celebration of people, right? That's that's kind of happening with, with all of these opportunities and learning looks different everywhere and learning looks different every day and learning is not always point A to point B. There's a thousand stop off points in between and it's a journey and it's a process and I love, I love, love, love that Flipgrid just provides so many pathways to celebrate along the way.
0: And that would be, that would be my takeaway, or I always say, it's like, so what's the moral of this story? It's like, you just said it, you beautifully, it's, it's, everyone gets there at different times, they take different paths, Flipgrid, or you're providing different opportunities for kids to demonstrate maybe in English, maybe in their primary language. We mm-hmm. just did something very similar to, I saw that tweet that you were talking about, about yeah. the kids talking to their parents. We did something similar with some of our English language learners, and we were doing goal setting with our ELEC, brought the parents in, and the kids made Flipgrid videos about their, with their goal setting, oh. they, were, they were reading it and recording it, and then the parents got to come in and watch, hey mom, This is what I'm working on. This is what I want to get better in. And it was magical. It was, it was magical. So I just want to thank you again uh, for taking the time on November 1st to, to work with our staff, our teachers. They, when I told some of them, it's like, I'm recording a podcast with Ann today. They're like, Oh my gosh. I mean, they they were so, they love you. And they, they, they were so, they're so appreciative. And, and I am too. Um, thank you for taking the time today. I know you're on the East Coast and it's after dinner time. So uh, it's, thank you. It you is remember. all
1: good, my friend. Thank you. And thanks for sharing that. that. I'm so glad to know that they enjoyed that and they've taken it and just run with it in their own unique ways.
0: They, they um, really have. And, and they're, they're they, they, they keep having questions like, how do you do this? How do you do this? Which is music to my ears, because it, <laughs> it wasn't just a one and done PD day. They're, they're, act, they're really trying to take this to the next level. So for anyone who, tell, tell people how they can, can connect with you. We've mentioned Twitter so much. How, where, where can they find Anne Cosma?
1: Yeah. The cool thing is, is I love Twitter. Twitter to me is like learning at my fingertips with a, with a professional learning network and friends around the world. So you can find me on Twitter at Anne Cosma 723. I'm on Instagram at Anne Cosma 723. All my social is Anne Cosma 723. But if you forget that you can always find us at Flipgrid or hashtag Flipgrid fever um, I do a lot of stuff on Instagram with Flipgrid as well. So if you're not connected on Instagram, um, find us at Flipgrid or use that hashtag #FlipgridFever or #FlipgridAR. Twitter, there's Facebook communities. We're we're everywhere um, because we feel like learning is always better together.
0: Oh, I, I I could not agree more. And this has been what 70 episodes. I'm going to tell you this is this is one of this is toward the top is at the top of the list. I honestly, I'm like, I can't wait to go listen to this again because there's so much good stuff in here. Um, and I'll be sharing this one with my staff too, cause they're going to love to listen to it too. So, and you are awesome, my friend. Thank you so much for what you do.
1: You are so welcome to all of your listeners. Thanks for hanging with us. And truly I mean it when I say it, we're better together. So we will see you out there. On the Twitter sphere and on the grid.
0: Awesome, awesome. And everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe. Remember, we're in iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, we're in Stitcher. You can also find the podcast on my website at BrentColey.com. If you're looking for a good read or you like the stories that we share, some of the stories we share here, uh, you can check out my book, Stories of Edu Influence. That is at Amazon. Just look up Edu Influence. Do a search for that. You'll find it. You can also find it on my website. Once again, Ann, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Listen, and th- yep. I was going to say thank
1: you, and to all your listeners. I've read that book. I love that book. The Edge Influence book is incredible and powerful and full of stories that inspire, uplift, and challenge you in the best way. So thank you for you for writing that and thanks for having me on episode
0: 70. 70, it's crazy. Well, thank you for the kind words. I enjoyed writing that. I hope my prayer is that people will be encouraged by it. It's on Audible too. If you like the listen, like podcast, you don't want to read, but you want to listen, it's on Audible too. So anyway, everyone, thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. And until next time, have a good one.